out too, right? Big accident over here. It looks like a 410 and maybe a parent vital looks like to me. Uh, where, you know, 410 and 35 and they all come together northeast side of town. That's what it yep. looks like. So I don't know. We're going to we'll dig into it and see what we know, can. What I what I have what we have on the screen is uh, 35 northbound at Weedner. Yeah. Uh, stop and go from loop 410. So it's it, probably what you saw flash up. On yes. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's uh, you've got cars backed up for days. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's a, another 35 catastrophe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we had this one Friday afternoon. Yeah. I saw it on my way home. Um, just past the forum heading southbound. Right. Where all the construction's going on. Mm -hmm. What it looked to me like a truck uh, hauling. It looked like a like a modular type, you know, one of those portable classroom type buildings. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked like it wasn't really paying attention where the lane shift. Uh -huh. Sideswipe the barrier. Oh, great! Uh, on the right-hand side. Yeah, know, that was somebody's house. Yeah. yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, it was. I didn't want to stop uh, and look. So. Oh crap! Yeah, somebody's house got but all. But that, that oh. traffic was oh. backed up from that point. So we're talking down by Universal Toyota, where the you know where the dealerships are here. Okay. Um, Topper Wine. Yeah, thirty-five. Just, just before that, or as you're coming southbound. All the way up past 3009. Oh, that's crazy. It was stopped. Nothing that's moving. insane. Yeah, this was Friday on my way home. Uh, thankfully, I was going in the opposite direction, but still, you know, there's all the, the rubbernecking going on, so you have to slow down for that. But uh, Well, I went to uh, the yeah. Confederate Air Force place in uh, San, Marcos over the, San Marcos Airport over the weekend, right, right for the for yeah. the memorial. And uh, I, my, my question is, is all of 35 under construction? I just want to know because, I mean, yes, right. between here and there, well, here's the thing. Yeah. The, the parts that are not under construction right. look like they are because they don't want to feel left out. Well, okay, that's yeah. it. <laughs> I, got to, I got to San Marcos. We want to have people complaining about us, too. <laughs> Actually, it's it's okay, and it's not bad in New Braunfels. New right. Braunfels, you know, you got wide lanes. Everything's pretty good. Zip right through. Yeah, yeah, but then you get to San Marcos, and it's all screwed up in San Marcos just past the outlet malls. Yeah, all the way up to, like, 205, that exit there. <sighs> I don't even know the numbers, but, I mean, just a screwed up deal on right. H35. No wonder people just wreck all day on 35. Yeah. It's a full-time job. Right. Wrecking on 35. Well, perhaps they think they'll get out of there quicker. I guess. You know, yeah, get in the back of an ambulance. <laughs> You're a lot faster. Might be so. That's a bad idea. Bring that helicopter yeah. and get me out of here. Right, yeah. yeah, that was be I mean, the next question. Um, are, are the flying vehicles coming along? How, how's that doing? Are we anywhere closer to having flying vehicles or not? Because I'm you know, seriously, I, I want we one. We don't need them. Yeah, yeah I, I want one. I don't think that's a good idea. Why not? Well, well, you know, I mean, come on. Half the drivers won't have insurance. Right. <laughs> it's Texas and San Antonio. Okay, yeah. so here's how it's my brain idea. works. All right, here's how my brain works on, on flying vehicles, right? Yeah. How, how are the cops going to pull you over? <laughs> well, they go, there's no such thing as speeding out there, right? Right. There's no lights to, you know, no stop signs. Yeah. We there's have, no lanes to stay in. Yeah, we right. have to have designated altitudes on these cars, how far they can go up. Right. So it doesn't inf interfere with But what are they going to do, put a DPS guy up there and he's going to pull you over? Yeah. Hel helicopter. <laughs> Land to the right. Land to the right right now. You know who oh, I, have... I say they go full on Battlestar Galactica and shoot you down. Shoot you down. <laughs> We'll have the uh, <laughs> nothing like a little ack ack fire on the way home from work. We'll have the little license numbers like planes, and they'll just yeah. ticket your plane number. Probably so. That's the only way you could do. That's it. That's probably so. You're probably right because about that. Here's the thing: you get yeah. these flying cars. Not everybody's going to drive like George Jetson. Okay, Jetson. They're going to drive all over the place and be all erratic. Right. And it's just going to be a nightmare. That would be me. You know?
I would be like, you know, zigzagging and up and down and all over the place. No, it's a bad idea. First thing I think of is insurance. It's going to cost <laughs> yes. a crazy amount. Right. God, I'm doing that right now because we just bought Amboa yeah. car. Uh, yeah. Oh, yep. I forgot. Right? Yeah. I forgot. So when do you start your second job? Right. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> taking your order over I'm a Whataburger this I'm gonna, afternoon. Uh, no, I'll be stripping over here at the place on 410 before long. I've oh, heard okay. how expensive you, it is for <laughs> the like, You're going to go broke in a hurry. Go ahead, yeah. Elaine. Say it. Go ahead. Stamps. <laughs> <laughs> to watch you twerk. Swipe right. the WIC card. <laughs> There's a chip card. No, seriously. You'll be, you'll be the only stripper in the world that owes the customers money. At the yes, end of the at the end of the day, I'll be like, okay, you get 10, you get 10. You Sorry get 10. about that. Oops. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys that come watch me, y'all wear the yeah. G-string so I can put money in your G-string. We, so, we, we call this act gravity sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It does. Straight down. Yeah, exactly. Straight down. Every time I get in a pool, I'm reminded. I go, yeah. oh, man, gravity. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, uh, yeah, um, so I- anybody in that same – no, y'all aren't in that same boat. Y'all aren't any kids. So, well, you do. You've got – Yeah, but they're all, they're all adults. So they I mean, pay my, their own insurance? Yeah, my youngest is going to be 21 next month, so they all do their own thing. Jimmy's never thrown one, so he don't know. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't have one. You don't have them either, so you don't know. I mean, it's crazy right it, now it what they expensive. want for, yeah. for, for insurance. Right. It's For a kid. Yeah. It's insane. I can't imagine having a boy. Boys, you know, four fifty a month. Huh? Four fifty a month. Oh, I, I don't even. It's ridiculous. It's, it's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah, for my youngest son, his insurance is, is close to what his car payment would be. Yeah, no, that's and you know he's still, he's still under my our insurance. You know, we have him on our policy. He pays his own share. Right. But it's still a ridiculous amount of money. Well, and male under twenty five pays even more than than girl under twenty five. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's just insane what they get for car insurance for young people now. Yeah, it's not like he's driving one of those souped-up Mazdas out there either, you know. He's driving a little four-cylinder. You know, right. Some little student car. Well, know? that's what that's what we bought Annabelle. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, a, it's her beginner car, so we're not yeah. going to buy her something really wow, you know. Yeah, right. And so it's a starter, and, and still, it, it doesn't – I don't think it matters what kind of – I guess if you got them, you know, Corvette or something, it would matter. Yeah. But it's still super high, even for this little thing, yeah. you know. And it's got all the it's got all the safety stuff. It's got the curtain airbags and all the stuff that keeps you nice and safe because you know how Grand Dude is. I'm yeah. I'm going to roll a, a, a weld a roll cage in it like NASCAR <laughs> race cars. It's going to have a fu- full fire suppression system. Yeah. She has to wear a fire suit, helmet, and gloves before I'll let her drive the thing. Yeah. And uh, and she can only drive between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m. when nobody else is on the road. Right. That's I, it. You know what? The next, the, the next step for you is going to be you're going to get one of those little cars. Like they have in front of the, the grocery store where you used to put a quarter in and you sit in there and it kind of goes up and down. Yes. You have that and underneath that you're driving the forklift. That's right. That, you know, carries Taking her, her somewhere. Yeah. That yeah. way she can act like she's driving, but you're actually in control. Oh, I thought yeah. about a big wheel, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> honey, how about a big wheel? Yeah. That, that didn't go over too well. You know, and I will, I will be honest because I'm always just telling you guys the truth. I'm an open book here. I did drag my feet on it a little bit because I don't want – this is another one of those you're growing up yeah. things, is right? Is taking it to school? No, oh, yeah. School starts next week, and so Yay. she'll be taking it to school. I yeah. had a similar situation over the weekend. My youngest grandson starts kindergarten this week. See? Yeah, and I was like, come on, Yeah. Man. They just brought you home. What is going on here? Right? <laughs> yeah. 
The doctor just slapped your snotty butt. What is? <laughs> what are you doing going to school? And seriously, Elaine, it's true. It is so true that you just it, it just flies by. And I, this was like one of those rites of passages that a high schooler goes through, and you don't want to let them go through it because you're like, no, stop. You yeah. quit growing up right now. You know, that kind of thing. I wasn't like that with my kids, though. The grandkids, <laughs> yeah, but the kids, like, are you still here? <laughs> yeah. God bless. See, you and me the same yeah. way. Man. That's exactly right. It's like, you ain't left. Hey, I know you're only I know you're only three, but can you start driving now and yeah, get out of here? Because right? <laughs> I've had a headache since they brought you That's home from exactly the hospital. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. I do want to get back into the uh, Noah Gregson uh, NASCAR driver story, okay? And this is all about your social media and you getting fired because of something that you liked. You didn't comment on it. You didn't spread it around. didn't share it. This happened to him. Now, he's not a mega superstar, but he's got a chance that he will be someday. In other words, he's an up-and-comer. But quite some time ago, and I'm not real sure on the dates, but it was quite some time ago, as in years, uh, or a year, I don't know, something like that. He liked a meme, and I'll just describe it for you, okay? It was George Floyd's face on Sebastian the Crab from Little Mermaid. Instead of the song Under the Sea, it said Under the Knee, Under the Knee. And it wasn't the song playing. It was just the, you know, the words on, on the meme. He just liked it. He liked it. Yes, it's a classless uh, meme. How many of those have we seen over time? How many of those do we know about? And NASCAR has suspended him indefinitely. Now, take that to yourself and think about for yourself and your social media stuff that you do on Facebook or IG. Pretty chilling, I would say, that, you know, First Amendment gets involved in this, doesn't it? I mean, somehow First Amendment, do you, do you have a First Amendment right to like something? Is like an endorsement? That was another question, you know. Does that mean you endorse that meme, or does that just mean, you know, I, I saw it, I'm acknowledging it, or whatever. Whatever it means, should a like cost you your career? Because that's essentially what has happened here. Career. It's career ending. Because he's been suspended indefinitely, and you know what that means, you're not coming back. I'm just curious what you think about this brave new world that we are entering into, that we are into right now with social media and your likes and your comments and your shares of social media. Are you like done and clamping down and you're not going to do this anymore and I'm not, I'm not interested in this anymore, I'm not, I'm not having any part of this because it could affect your career? And I did mention last hour too one of the ladies <clears throat> liked something from Libs of Tip Talk or something on X, which is the old Twitter, and she lost her gig, and Elon said, if you lose your gig because you like something or share something here on Twitter, retweet or X, then I will pay your legal fees against your employer. What were you going to say, Jimmy? Jamie Foxx didn't have to lose his career. August 5th, he apologized for a 
uh, Instagram tweet that That's he right. shared. That's right. And he just apologized, and that was it. That was last so week. That's, That's exactly right. I it, forgot about that. It that goes back right. to what you're saying. If he was a bigger driver, it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, see, and that's what I'm thinking. If he was a if he was a, a superstar, they wouldn't even be talking about doing this, right? Uh, but you know, how many times did something come out, a meme or a video or something concerning Trump, and people liked it and people shared it, and nobody lost their gigs, nobody had any trouble. If it's if it's Trump. Then and and it's slamming Trump or slandering Trump. Then you can like it and you can share it and it can be your thing and it's all about that and all, you know that's great that's gr- wonderful that you probably get applaud you you might even get a raise you might even get a raise if it's something about Trump two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five if you want to comment on it love to hear from you two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five talk about uh, Annabelle's car just a minute ago uh, you know FM seventy eight Auto Center they've been such a help with me on all this. As I told you, I wanted it to be safe, and I wanted it to be reliable. So I took it to them, and I said, is this car safe, and is it reliable? And they went completely through the entire car, every last aspect of it. They looked at it all to make sure that it was going to be a safe car for her and that it was going to do the job getting her to and from school and to and from work and all that kind of stuff. I trust these folks at FM78 Auto Care. Everything from oil changes to putting in a whole new engine, they'll do it for you. They do AC work. So if your vehicle is not cooling like it should or if you're getting ready to make a trip somewhere and a lot of people are out right now on vacation, last-minute shot before school starts, they do window tinting. They do it all, and they use Napa, O'Reilly, and dealer-certified parts that come with a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty so you have that kind of coverage as well nationwide from your friends here at FM 78 Auto Center. Plus, uh, you never have to wonder about what's going on because they send you updated text messages with pictures of your vehicle and the parts and the work that they are doing. You can trust them to do what's right for you as well at FM 78 Auto Center. That's FM 78 Auto Center, located on FM 78 in Converse, right across from the Walmart. Sunny and 106, pretty much all week this week. And right now it's 80 degrees, KTSA. Good morning, still working that trouble spot. Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Great, we're here. KTSA, Sean is on vacation. 210-599-5555. USA Pete, what's going on, man? What's going on, Trey? You know what, man? I have a problem with this whole thing about people looking at your social media and determining whether you whether that's proper or not. Okay, if you're if you're not making any death threats or, or, or claiming any harm, and, and you have an opinion, that's when I have, you know, if you're making threats, then, yeah, call the cops, you know, you know, yeah. being that employee, what's going on. Yeah. But if you're stating something political and you have your own views, then, hey, you know, hands off. You know, my views may be different from yours. Yours may be different from mine. Yeah. But, you know, what? if I want to say something against the corruption that BLM got exposed for, I should have every right in the world. And if somebody supports BLM or ain't then they should respect my my rights. Well, and and that's part of my problem. And thank you, Pete. I appreciate it very much. That's part of my problem with this is that I'm quite sure shoe on the other foot, and had he been supporting BLM, it would have been okay. You know? Uh, But – and and Jimmy looked it up. Elaine looked it up. It's you know he, he cited under you know conduct detrimental to the sport. They all have that in their in their policies. Conduct detrimental to the sport. But that's so broad that could mean anything. It literally can. 
And so when you look at that, what what does that mean? And I, believe you me, I'm not defending this guy. The meme's tasteless. I don't care if he ever races again. It's not like, wow, this is a really big guy, and I man, I can't believe they're getting rid of this. I, I do, really don't care. I really have no opinion about that. What it did to me, though, here's what it did to me, because I'm a public personality, too. I'm not liking anything. I mean, I could like your dog picture, and somebody could find something wrong with me liking your dog picture. And I, and I really wanted to post that over the weekend. I really wanted to say, look, guys, I love your face. I love it when you, when you put up a cute little picture or something like that, but don't look for likes for me because I'm not liking nothing anymore. I'm just not. And, and, you know, I'm kind of over the social media thing anyway. Uh, Sean and I have this discussion all the time. I, I have the discussion with Nancy at home all the time, too. I think a lot of our ills in, in American society go right back to social media. When, when you see these fights on these airplanes, when you see these fights in the streets, that deal that happened in New York, that riot in New York over the weekend, is caused by a social media influencer. He did that. You know, the, the one in Alabama, same thing. First of all, people will go out and they will fight – they will create fights just to make a TikTok video. They will. And they'll do stupid stuff. They, you know, a lot of this stuff, when they go in and they do these smash and grabs, a lot of this stuff, it's all filmed, right? What's the first thing people do is they grab their, their, their camera to do it. What did I say about concerts the other night? You want to stop these people from throwing crap at entertainers? Take the phones away at the concerts because they're doing it to get their TikTok video. I just think a lot of this stuff, a lot of our societal ills go right back to social media. I really do. And so I, I've been to the point, you know, Every once in a while, I'll find something on there that I can share with you guys. Whether And Jimmy will tell you whether it's a piece of audio or something that we can use on the show, something like that. Every once in a while, I'll find something like that. But beyond that, I'm going to tell you right now, and I, I'm not speaking for anybody other than this kid right here, me. It doesn't really enrich my life. <laughs> it really doesn't do anything to make my life any better. <laughs> this little book that Jimmy's daddy, Jim, right? Jim Trevino gave called uh, Holy Moments. That's enriched me more in, in 20 minutes of going through this book this morning than social media has done since it came out, man. I'm telling you the truth. I'm just being honest with you and telling you social media has done nothing to improve my life. I can't think of one thing that it's done to improve my life. Even the people that originally when I first got on in 2009 with Facebook said, boy, it's good to be in contact with you again. Hey, let's stay in contact. Guess what? We're not in contact anymore than we were before right? social media. Now, you know, all those people from high school, that we all said, hey, now that we're reconnected, let's stay connected. We're going to stay in contact. No, we're not in contact. It's just not reality. So the fact that companies are blowing people out for liking something on there is just one more, to me, nail in the coffin. For me personally, I'm not trying to tell you what to do or anybody else, but for me personally to say, you know, just pretty much just, I, I, I will probably end up just being a silent observer for news stuff that may happen that I can use on the show. But as far as the interpersonal stuff, nah. Anybody that I want to talk to, I got their number. And anybody that wants to talk to me, they got my number. And that's how I'll play the game probably going forward. I don't know. I'll see. But that's kind of where I, my head is right now. All right, quick break. When we come back on the other side, uh, if you've got a gun or you're thinking about buying a gun, Democrats have a new bill that they're pushing through to keep you from buying that gun. 
generational standoff over work. I mentioned this on Friday and told you I'd talk about it this morning. It's a big deal for the future of America. I'll explain coming up as well. I'm going to tell you about foundationsupportspecialist.com. That's foundationsupportspecialist.com. Your foundation is everything. And a faulty foundation leads to a faulty home. I like to say it leads to a home that comes apart at the seams, literally. If the foundation starts to crack and crumble and come apart underneath your home, the next thing you know, you got cracks in the walls, you got cracks in the framing. Some of the framing can begin to come apart on you and things like that. Don't get there. Do not get to that point. Get in touch with our friends over at foundationsupportspecialist.com. What they'll do is they'll give you, free of charge and no obligation, a foundation inspection. And this is very thorough. If there's a problem, they'll talk with you about how to fix that problem. Their fixes, the when they fix foundations, are guaranteed for the life of the structure with a transferable warranty. If there's not any problem, they're just going to tell you have a good day. Get in touch with them today online. Tell them Trey Ware sent you. FoundationSupportSpecialists.com. Reputation. It defines us. How we treat the... M1071. Yeah, baby. Look at this. Back to school. Back to school time. Over the next couple of weeks, everybody going to be heading back. Hmm. Are you ready for that? <laughs> well, if you're ready or not, it's happening. Good morning, 736. Trey Ware, KTSA, Sean's on vacation. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, real quick, if you are considering purchasing a gun, particularly, particularly an AR, you need to know that more than two dozen House Democrats have put forward legislation on Friday afternoon so that you wouldn't know about it that would put, quote, assault weapons, what a crock that is, assault weapon, this Sharpie in my hands, an assault weapon you want to see, and high-capacity magazines would hit them with a 1,000% excise tax. So if the weapon's $500, it jumps to $5,000. Representative Don Bayer from Virginia, he's a Democrat, 24 other House Democrats introduced legislation on Friday. The bill defined a semi-automatic rifle or pistol uh-huh, with a fixed magazine of 10 rounds or more. So do you have a pistol? You got a 9mm you wear, you got a 45, whatever, yep. Mm-hmm. That would fall under this piece of legislation, under the new rule. If it's a weapon that costs about $2,000, some ARs do, right? Would force you to pay more than $20,000 in taxes. <laughs> oh, man, thank God the Republicans are running the House right now. Because you know, if the Democrats were running the House and the Senate and had the presidency of this guy, They'd pass it. You know that would be the new law, and you know you'd have to pay that. you got to do everything you can do to make sure that they never retain total and complete control of both houses of Congress and the presidency because that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to raise the taxes so high on all guns where people will not be able to afford them, kind of like what Biden is doing right now with regulations on stoves and water heaters and dishwashers and clothes washers and on and on it goes, 
putting so many regulations on them, raising the prices on everything. He's, he's doing on it on uh, air conditioners right now. I talked about this earlier today, where the price of air conditioners have gone up between four and ten thousand dollars. No, 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 not costing between four and ten, going up between four and ten thousand dollars. The price of air conditioners is what uh, what his new regulations are going to do to the price of AC units. So you've got a you've got a guy that's you know he doesn't care. And as I told you earlier, the six thousand sixteen thousand word article from this guy who is a civil rights um, investigative journalist that's written this new biography on Obama. Uh, Obama's running the show from inside of Washington, D.C. It's a dark little secret in D.C. Everybody knows it in D.C. The media's just not covering it. I brought this one up on Friday, and I I promised I'd bring it up today. From electricians and plumbers to home builders and stonemasons, our labor market in the United States is, is desperate to fill these skilled labor positions. Since the start of this year, there have been about 770,000 skilled job postings, 95,000 different employers, and 770,000 skilled job positions all across America. This is from People Ready Skilled Trades. They did a survey. Looking for carpenters, the demand has gone up 23% from March to May. Stonemasons, 45%. Construction laborers experienced 18% demand surge in the same time period. Problem is, nobody wants to do that kind of work anymore. Unfortunately, they say we have this cultural issue where the baby boomers, the wealthiest generation, passing down their wealth to the next generation. I worked really hard in a factory. I worked really hard and rely on. I, you know, I, I did, built a career, did everything myself. And now I'm passing this money on to my kids and my grandkids and the kids and grandkids and seceding generations like the millennials, Generation X, now Generation Z, and whatever the next generation is going to be and so on. They don't want to be carpenters. They don't want to be stonemasons. They don't want to get their hands dirty and be hot. In fact, there's this cultural stigma, they say, associated with those blue-collar, mixed-collar jobs. Lots of opportunities to work hard. Not build $200,000 of school debt because you don't need to do that. Be able to support your family, live a really good life. But there's a stigma associated with working with your hands that generations behind the baby boomers want nothing to do with. They want to be in the AC. They want to punch a button on a computer for now and then move on to the next job. They don't have a commitment to any one particular career path or a job. Like when you and I were, were, were being raised, we, we ch- a lot of us chose a career and we stuck with that career, right? Not in every case, but, you know, that's basically what you did. You, you, you went to school, you figured out what you wanted to be, and then you got out and you be that. You did it. Younger workers now, part of their social media generation, they want nothing to do with hard labor jobs. They just don't want to go into it. They don't want to do construction. They need, we need houses, but they don't want to do it. They're not used to the rigor associated with construction and manufacturing and oil drilling and other industries because they did not grow up doing those kinds of things. And it's just not appealing to them. 
and forget about talking to them about, well, you're not really building a career, you're building a country. They have no sense about that. Now, back in the day, like your dad and your grandfather's time, well, that was a different story. You know, we're building a country together, you know, and that's why we're willing to work out here in the oil field or build homes or whatever. So we have a generation right now that has not had to work hard, and they haven't experienced blisters and calluses, all those kind of things. And so they don't want to go into that type of work. They're just not interested in it at all. And, you know, there's something to be said about that kind of work being actually good for the soul, man, because you stand back and you look at something you built and you created and say, I made that, I did that. But they, that isn't, that's not, that doesn't appeal to them either. And so we've got a problem with affordable housing in America. We've got demand for houses that are up. We have prices going up. But we don't have the inventory to keep, uh, to keep up with it because we don't have the people to build the houses anymore. In 2000, the labor participation rate for 16 to 19-year-olds was at 50% in 2000. 50% of 16 and 19-year-olds were working. Today, it's less than 30 Less than 30% today. So employers talk about when they, you know, hire off of Indeed.com or one of the mega job boards, they have between 10 and 30% of people that will even show up for an interview. That's it. Somewhere between 10 and 30% show up for an interview. And then if you give them the job, fewer than that actually show up to do the job. We have a lot of baby boomers getting out, too, that are, you know, retiring right now. And they have skills, and they have knowledge, and they have abilities, but they're being replaced by generations who simply don't, and they just don't care, and they don't want to do the work at all. And so that's why you see a lot of employers right now going back and rehiring people from the baby boom generation. They have the skills, they have the knowledge, and they'll actually work. And they'll work all day and half the night, too, because that's the generation that they, that they come from. The, the the millennials and on, beyond the, the millennials, they don't want to do anything like that. Some of them don't want to work at all. They just want to sit around and enjoy life. Or they just don't have any kind of commitment to anything in particular. They'll work here for as long as they want, and they get tired of it, and then they move on to the next thing. But many of them have just decided, you know, I'm just not going to do this. I, uh, Mom and dad are giving me some money because they made so much money as baby boomers or whatever, but I certainly don't want to have to work outside. I don't want to have to build homes. I don't have to do anything like that. And you know what? The employers and, and industry guys are saying that right there is an argument for opening these borders and allowing a lot of people in. 210-599-5555, Lifestyles Unlimited. At Lifestyles Unlimited, if you'll work that program, you can retire in five years or less. And I'm talking about a group of folks that are dedicated to teaching you how to invest in real estate. Now, real estate's always going to be needed. Uh, people are going to always have to have a place to live. And your friends over at Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com, they're going to teach you how to invest in real estate the right way. Like, you know, finding the right property for you and then identifying that property, uh, arranging the financing for that property, uh, connecting you with the people who can fix that property up and then selling that property for a really nice profit and rolling that into the next deal and the next deal and the next deal. How you do that efficiently, how you do that right so that you can begin to make money and you can retire in five years or less if that's what you choose to do. 
and Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com will teach you. You can do it online from the comfort of your own home, or you can go to one of their in-person seminars and get really involved. I, I encourage you, get really involved with these people at Lifestyles because they're going to help you understand investing in real estate and how to do it the right way. Financialfreedomlivestream.com, your promo code for all kinds of discounts is where W-A-R-E. Hi, this is Danny Bowes from Southwest Metal Roofing System. News around town. Stay connected with San Antonio on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Trey Ware here, KTSA. Sean's on vacation. 210-599-5555. Hey, Daniel, you're on. What's up, man? Hey, good morning, Trey. Hey, uh, all this uh, labor shortage we started back in the 80s when we had the economic class collapse. We broke the chain, uh, and people started getting out, so on and so forth. But right now, you can't find anything. Uh, I work in solar right now, and our solar installers and electricians, if they're th- busy the full week, they're making two to $3,000 a week. You, baby. So, and that's what it is right now. And, and my boss has mm. politely told me, please don't. Don't quit. I mean, I could, I should have retired three or four years ago, but I got 50 years of knowledge, and I'm trying to pass on that knowledge to mm. all these young guys that are willing to work. But it's just hard to get them, Trace. So, yeah. No, uh, you're absolutely right, Daniel. It's it, 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 it's really true. I, I appreciate your call. Um, and not to stay on this topic and, and belabor it, but um, belabor it. Ha, 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 Um, I, Just a couple of quick notes on that. First of all, I was reading a thing from an air marshal the other day about why we're seeing all these fights on airplanes and all that. And he said, you know, first of all, and this started quite some time ago too, uh, airlines started to treat people like crap because they were stuffing them in a little hole. I mean, you know, they took all, all the seats or, you know, I mean, put more seats in and you know, less space and all that kind of stuff. You're crunched inside of there, right? And they're flying fewer planes. So it's just a pain. It's just a pain, man. And nobody wants to deal with this anymore. But then what happened is when COVID hit, a lot of those people that were flight attendants, they left and did not come back, and the airlines can't hire them to get them back. So they have fewer, and so they're treating people really bad. They, I saw this video the other day where a flight attendant was cussing at one of the people, and I got treated that way on an, on an airplane. I had my headphones on, and apparently she had made an announcement, please, until I get your drinks done, don't don't have your headphones on. She came down the aisle, and instead of saying to me, now I have hearing loss, born with it, hereditary. And instead of saying to me, sir, would you mind taking your headphones off until I get your drink order, right? Because I asked everybody to do that. I didn't hear her say that. She came down, she screamed, who's got their headphones on? Why do you have your headphones on? Get your headphones off. Screamed at me like that. I think that flight cost me a pretty penny. I don't appreciate being talked like that, no matter what the cost of the flight was, right? But that's the kind of stuff that we have. But they know that they can get away. And I'm not picking on the airline industry or flight attendants because this is true everywhere. I told you I went to one of the big box stores the other day, the one that's orange and white, so it'll name or nameless. It looks like crap all over that store. They got junk stacked. And listen, I've been going to those home – yeah, home improvement stores. I've been going to those places for quite some time, and, you know, forever. And they never look like this. They look like crap. Well, this one does. And you can't get service or anything. Why? Because you can't get anybody to come work right now. They just won't. Frank, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. 
Oh, yes, sir. I, I get frustrated, uh, but I tell you the way it is, way it is. I've worked since I was 12, everything from hauling hay to pufffoot to roughnecking and heavy equipment operator, and that's what I've been doing the last. I've changed a lot of jobs. Anyhow, make a long story short, these millenniums that you got there, I tell you what, man, I grew up with some of them. I'm 63, and the uh, last job I worked, I went back to work with them people. Yeah, you know, I came out of retirement, and I was working for them and been doing this, get my social security, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But anyhow, going on, these kids, they gave me a brand-new two-piece of equipment, a brand-new excavator. Mm. There's a new company starting up. Right. And those kids trashed those things out, and they muddied up. And get what they didn't care up, you know what? Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, yeah. Uh, I, I got on that job, and I learned once your operator was out, and I couldn't see, and, and I just parked it. I went over and told a little straw boss. I said, I ain't even mad at you, but I said, I've had enough. Yeah, well, see, and thank Frank. Uh, I appreciate it very much. That story is repeated time and time again. It's just really hard to find anybody who wants to work, and those who do, they just don't care. It, it, it's it's not good for the future of our country. And like you, I grew up doing all that stuff, too. I can't tell you how many bales of hay I hauled, how many uh, you know miles and miles of concrete that I laid, uh, how many buildings I painted, 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 how many wires I put together and do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you can't, you just really cannot find anybody who wants to do that. Okay, um, quick break for the top of the hour news. Uh, Donald Trump got into great detail about what he's going to do when he gets back into the White House. He sat down with Breitbart.com in a long interview. Obviously, I'm not going to play the entire interview, but I'm going to thumbnail for you what his plans are if you put him back. That's coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Steve. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Trey Ware here. Sean's on vacation. 210-599-5555. Well, Trump attorney. Alina Haba said over the weekend she expects Georgia indictment to come within weeks that the DA wants her moment out there. We're talking about Fannie Willis, the district attorney in Georgia. And I've been telling you for a long time that they were looking at this. They're definitely going to do it. I mean, they're going to indict him in Georgia. There's a chance they indict him up in New Jersey as well. Uh, we've gone ad infinitum as to why this is and what they're doing. Uh, they don't want, they're, they're going to do all they can. They're pulling out all the stops. And if you're intellectually honest, then you see exactly what's happening as they're trying to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. And you'll learn in just a minute as to why they want to keep Donald Trump out of the White House because he did a very uh, far-ranging, uh, deep interview with Breitbart over the weekend, and I'm going to break that down for you here in a couple of minutes as to his plans. And it's one right after another. And if you're a Democrat, if you're a globalist, if you're a socialist, all these things that they are, they can't have this. There is no way. They've got to do everything they can to try to block Donald Trump. I'll get into that in a couple of minutes. I'm just going to thumbnail it for you because it's a long, long interview. Bottom line is... The district attorney, Fannie Willis, over in Georgia, has been busy. First of all, she said, we're ready for the indictment of Donald Trump. And they have set up barricades at their courthouse. Ready, ready, we're ready. Oh, boy. It's like they're excited about it. And she has spent her time taking her new PR pictures, you know. 
She's gone to the professional photographer, and it's not a guy with a cell phone. Got one of those long telephoto lens, probably a wide one looking at her. But anyway, yep, they're, they're taking all the pictures and doing all the pretty stuff so that when the indictment comes out and ABC has got to put her face all over television, look, I've got a great glossy 8 by 10 You want it signed? That's all these people care about. They want their moment. They want their fame. They want to destroy Donald Trump. At all costs, whatever it takes. Donald Trump was asked by Breitbart, do you think you're going to win next year? He said, I think so. I hope so. I hope for this country. Or the country's going to be finished. I can't tell you how correct the statement that is. We might already be finished. But the only hope we have is somebody like a Donald Trump, not a Mike Pence. He's not the answer. Vivek Ramaswamy is pretty close to the answer, but he's very, very young and inexperienced right now. But he would be a good choice. Ron DeSantis would also be a good choice. But we have to have somebody that goes in there as a wrecking crew. And Donald Trump has got to be the lead man to bring the wrecking crew with him and just destroy everything the Democrats have been setting up. Destroy it. And I mean take no prisoners at all. Trump said I have people coming up to me all the time and they're crying. Men, women, strong people, smart people, and they're crying. If you don't win, our country's finished. Our country is finished. And I believe it, he said. He went on to say we have the greatest economy in history, and we're going to do it again. You see, that's the thing about him. He's very optimistic. In 2016, that played really, really well for him because he believes it. He actually believes it. He says we're going to do it again. We're going to drill for energy. We're going to use what's under our feet, and we're going to pay off our debt, and we're going to reduce our taxes. He said family income is down, real wages are down. He's absolutely right about that. He said inflation was caused by energy to start off with. One million percent correct. Well, the price of energy goes up, and right now, the price of gasoline and diesel is back on the rise about 20, per, uh, 20 cents every week. About 20 cents every week. It's going back up. He said, we're going to be drilling. Your electric bills, your heating bills, your gasoline, everything is going to come down, and inflation is going to go away. Remember when he was in office, inflation was under 2%. It's going to go away, he said. He said, everything was going great back then. Then they rigged the election. We had the greatest economy in history, the best employment numbers ever in history. We had it all going so beautifully. We're going to seal up our border. People can come into our country, but they got to come in legally, he said. He said the task is, is huge. It's almost insurmountable. However, we're going to do it. With all the growing legal battles that are going on, Facing the Republican Party establishment, the globalist Republicans who continue to oppose him and do not want him back in office. We're talking about like the McCains and people like that that are there, the Mitt Romneys and so on. He said, when you look at our border with millions of people coming in from places unknown, places where we have no idea where they're coming from, many of them are from jails and prisons and from mental institutions, and many of them are terrorists. Take, for example, Afghanistan. We gave him $85 billion worth of equipment. We lost 13 soldiers. 
many, many were horrifically wounded and horribly wounded, and we left Americans in Afghanistan. So that's the most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. We're still the laughingstock after that. We gave up Bagram Air Force Base. He said that was perfect for China. Uh-huh. Because it's about an hour away from where China makes nuclear weapons. Ukraine would have never happened had I been in office. Taiwan would have never happened because they never would have tried it. He said the economy, China, and the border and immigration will be front and center in this election. The two-tier system of justice on display right now, I'm going after that too. He said the election is going to be won on the economy. Well, James Carville said that back on the re-election of Bill Clinton, and he was absolutely correct. It's the economy, stupid. And when you're talking about putting a couple of dollars together to be able to buy something, and right now the price of everything is going up, tied to the price of energy going up, and this president that's in office right now, although he's being controlled by Barack Obama down the street, they have continued to raise the price of energy. The average cost for Americans to put gas in their car has gone up $2,800 a year just since Joe Biden's been the president of the United States. And the cost of everything up else is going up exponentially as well. Related to that, and I told you the, the story this morning about how Joe has sold out to China, sold a lot of our strategic petroleum reserves down 43%. So about half of it has been sold off, and most of that has been sold off to China, who now has the largest strategic petroleum reserve on planet Earth, about 900 million barrels. 900 million. So, Donald Trump said in this interview, they want high interest rates. They want open borders. They don't want voter ID. They want high taxes. They want to quadruple taxes, he said. And that is true. They do. So I've never seen somebody run on raising taxes, and these people are running on raising taxes. He said, I gave the largest tax cut in history. By the way, if Congress does nothing, that's going to expire at the end of 2025, which means your taxes are going to go up on top of everything else. We have the best job numbers in the history for everybody, African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, male, female, everybody. And as for the candidates of the GOP presidential primary field, he said some of them he likes, some of them he doesn't. Chris Christie obviously is a big no. Asia Hutchinson is a big no. But Tim Scott and Vivek Ramaswamy, really good guys, he said. So he laid it all out. He said, we're going to drill, baby, drill. We're not going to use Venezuelan oil and these other countries because they're ripping us off. We have more oil than anybody else. It's under our feet, and we're going to do it. And then I'm going to end the Russian war in Ukraine. I'm going to get the Russian-Ukraine war settled quickly. United States has spent nearly 10 times as much money on your, as European nations on this effort, and we're going to stop. We have spent $200 billion. Europe combined, combined has spent $20 billion on that war. He said that's going to be over if I get in. These are my goals. I'm going to immediately seal up the border, immediately. You come in here, you have to come in legally. Legally. I'm going to stop inflation by drilling, baby, drill. And he's right about that. If you increase the oil supply in this country and you bring down the cost of energy, you bring down inflation. And by the way, you also do that by ending government spending. The way government spends money, 
it increases inflation everywhere. As far as Ukraine is concerned, he said, I have one goal, and that is to stop people from dying. I want to stop them from dying. You know, you don't even hear anything from this administration, do you? Nothing. They don't ever talk about stopping people from dying. They don't ever talk about, I've got a plan on how to end Ukraine. They don't ever even mention Ukraine. You've never heard Joe Biden talk about how he wants to get the two parties together and figure out how to stop it. He doesn't do anything about it. The only thing he does is I'm going to supply Ukraine more money and more money and more money. That's it. Donald Trump, on the other hand, has got a plan. And he's been wide open about that plan on how he's going to get this done. Says China is our greatest adversary. And if they don't get out of Cuba, which is where they are right now, building a military base, he said, I'm going to hit them with the biggest sanctions they have ever seen. I'm going to destroy their economy overnight with our sanctions until they get out of Cuba. China is in Cuba building military bases right now. And have you heard Joe Biden mention it at all? At all. And one other thing you haven't heard about that he brought up. We built the Panama Canal. It cost a lot of American lives and money to build the Panama Canal, connecting east with west. Jimmy Carter gave the Panama Canal away. One dollar. One dollar. Guess who's controlling the Panama Canal right now? China. And Donald Trump says, that's it. I'm taking the Panama Canal back when I get into office. 210-599-5555. Yes, it's an ambitious agenda, but if anybody can get on it, it's going to be Donald Trump. Gerardo, you're on KTSA. How are you? Actually, it's Gennaro, man. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate the call. Thank you. <laughs> I love you, brother. Anyway, ma'am, uh, dude, I listened to you and your dad when way back in the day. Anyway, um, you know what ticks me off, man, is that uh, you go to an HB, yeah, and you go to the uh, the business office, and there are people there that are sending money, Western Union, thousands of dollars to El Salvador to Guatemala, to all these countries, and you wait in line. Uh Yes, Western Union is making bukus. Now, I'm ticked off because I'm waiting there, and I'm sitting, I'm waiting there, and I'm looking, and I'm like, really? You're funding the, 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 the immigration uh-huh. over here coming to right. to my country, yeah. and and it it ticks me off, dude. It yeah. ticks me off. Um, how can we fix this, man? Well, you got to stop you it. Know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, you have to pass. And, and I appreciate the call, man. Thank you very much, and thanks for listening. You have to pass a law that no more remittances are going to leave the United States. If you come here to work, guess what? That money is going to stay here because you're absolutely right, and it drives me nuts. And I've been talking about this for thirty years. And what you got to do is you got to pass a law that says the money cannot go back to the home country. You come here and you say you're seeking a better life and you want to build a better life here, then why are you sending that money back to Mexico or, as you said, El Salvador or Venezuela or wherever? Nope. You come here to work here, 
the money stays here in the economy of the United States. Period. Full stop. Hey, Mike, you're, look, somebody like Donald Trump has got to get in there and has got to put America first again and quit spending our money on all these other projects around the world and exporting the American wealth and prosperity. Mike, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, how you doing, man? I'm, uh, you like to say, my brother from another mother, how you? It's uh, another Monday morning. Hey, listen, um, hey, listen, Trey, there's no telling what this loser judge in, um, in um in Washington D.C. is gonna do today That's with right. Donald Trump. You right. let, let me tell you something, Steve. I mean, uh, uh, Trey. I told people this last week, and I and when I heard that this judge was affiliated with with Barack Obama, that's all I needed to know. That there needs to be a judge change. There needs to be a venue change. This was done on purpose by Jack Smith. You mean to tell me that all the judges they got in Washington, D.C., they couldn't find one that wasn't affiliated with Mm -hmm. Barack Obama? And here's some more interesting news about Mr. Smith you might want to check on. I seen on the Internet uh, yesterday, did you know that that his wife was a movie producer? And guess who she donated to in the 2020 election campaign? Get no other than Joe Biden's election fund. So Mr. Smith is not as innocent as he plays out to be. You need to check out his man's background, and you'll find out that he has a lot of ties to good old Barack Obama and Mr. Joe Biden. This guy here is nothing but an imposter, just like Donald Trump said. He's a hitman for the Democrats, and he needs to be removed from the case. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thanks, Mike. Have a good day today. Uh, He's a movie producer, and he produced a piece for Michelle Obama. I'll tell you more about that coming up, and I'll tell you something that Jack Smith did on Friday afternoon after everybody went home. Alamo Water Softeners and uh, Trevor Townsend and the team at Alamo Water Softeners are ready to take care of you today. Your water is probably the most important element in your home, right? Because everything goes back to your water. You've got to have great water in your home. Water for drinking, water for cooking your food, water for all the other components in your house. And if the water's not right, nothing else is going to be right. It basically starts right there. And Alamo Water Softeners will get the water right. They'll soften the water with the best water softener on the market, period, full stop. And that'll get all those harmful contaminants out of the water as well because they've got the -the state-of-the-art technology when it comes to filtration systems at Alamo Water Softeners. So when you're making a baby's formula or your coffee or cooking that meal a little bit later on, you can rest assured and have the peace of mind knowing that the water is in good shape because Alamo Water Softeners is doing it for you. They'll send out somebody to give you an estimate on doing some great work for your home when it comes to the water. They'll do a full water analysis to see what's going on with your water. They'll make helpful recommendations to you about softening your water and getting those harmful contaminants out of your water. Alamo Water Softeners is just dedicated to you having the best water experience possible. Log online to their website. Schedule somebody to come out and do this for you. They're one of the most professional organizations that I've ever seen in my life. Tremendous people. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. AlamoWaterSofteners.com. Sunny and 106 today, right now. 81 at KTSA. Good morning. Still working that trouble spot. This is what uh, prosecutor and hitman Jack Smith is demanding of the judge in the case. And, yes, she's corrupt, all right? She's all, she's an Obama judge, and she's going to do her part, the role that they have asked her to play, to, uh, first of all, tie Donald Trump, uh, tie him up where he doesn't have an opportunity to be out on the campaign trail because, you know, Joe Biden can't be out on the campaign trail. No way Joe Biden can campaign. He can't debate a flea. So 
that's it. They want to tie Donald Trump up, and they want to lock him up. Uh, I think what they want to do, you know, the timing of this, and I think they've got it planned with her, kind of uh, screw around with him during the campaign and then arrest him after he becomes the Republican nominee and toss the Republican Party then into all kinds of disarray. Well, what are you going to do? Now Now we got your nominee locked up. He can't run for president because he's locked up behind bars. He says, no, I'm going to run no matter where I am, even if I'm behind bars. Anyway, what, what did Jack Smith, the hitman, what does he want? And it's totally one-sided, and she's going to give it to him. I'll tell you coming up after the news as well. Shirts Funeral Home for you and your family, they're always going to be there. You can always meet with Shirts Funeral Home. You can always give them a call, 210-658-9224. Always talk with them about funeral planning. If you're at that moment right now and you just recently lost a loved one, or if you know that time is imminent anytime soon, get in touch with your friends at Shirts Funeral Home and have that conversation with them. you got a lot of various choices that can be made to help you. And that, that's exactly what they're there for. They really, they truly are consultants. These are not salespeople. They're consultants when it comes to putting together a funeral. And that includes all the products that are available, the service itself, the order of the service and how it all goes, everything. Every last bit of it. Church Funeral Home is going to help you put together. Uh, and then the day of the funeral itself, they're going to be there with you and with your family to make sure it all happens the right way. Pre-planning, pre-needs important. And your friends at Church Funeral Home can help with that, too. Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Hi, this is Danny Bose from Southwest Metal Roofing System. One day. That's all I want. One day for a trip down I-35 without a huge mess. <laughs> one, one day, that's all. That's all I'm asking for. Can't you make that happen? You're in charge of the highways out there. Yeah. Well, God. If that were the case, be the all clear in the times I have to. You do. said monkeys were going to fly out of my nose before that happened. Right. Something like that. It's not going to happen. Yeah. God, incredible. So now this one is at Starlight Terrace on I-35 northbound. So it's going to be backed up. If you're going northbound on I-35, right. it's going to, I know, Jimmy. It's true, man. Every single day at this time. When I get ready to leave here and go northbound on IH-35, that's what happens. There's always something. Always. Yeah. It's always Conspiracy something. against Trey Allen. That's exactly what it is. It yeah. is I, I, and it's right exactly. here. Right, right when you get on the highway from Eisenhower, you're going to run into it. Every right day. Yeah. Every stinking day. Elaine? Hey, at least I'm, you're consistent. Well, yeah. At least they're consistent. Right. Elaine, I'm coming home with you, all right? Tell the old man you're going to be bringing home a stray. <sighs> All right. And put them right to work. Yeah. <laughs> trade, trade the stray. I trade the stray. Trade That's the me. Stray, yeah. Okay. I got to get into this thing about Jack Smith as the hitman. 210-599-5555. By the way, Sean's on vacation. Um, here's the deal. I, I, I've told you over and over again, this guy's a hitman. They brought him back from The Hague to go after Donald Trump. That's what he has always done. That was his deal before. Uh, his his cases have been overturned overwhelmingly because he makes crap up. Why judges hear him? You never know, right? You're like, why would a judge waste time hearing this guy because he makes up half the case? Well, because he judge shops. And this judge is an Obama, do whatever Obama tells him to do. That's it, or tells her to do. And so they judge shop, found this girl. She's ready, man. She is ready to get. It's time to get Donald Trump. So here's the deal. The prosecution has to turn over the evidence to Donald Trump. 
And I'd be willing to bet you there's a whole lot of exculpatory evidence in there. I'd be willing to bet that, right? But they have turned over the evidence to Donald Trump. Donald Trump says, you come after me, I'm coming after you. He didn't mean that, you know, physically, I'm going to come get you, and I, you know, I'm going to assassinate you, I'm going to shoot you. Or he didn't mean anything like that. We all know better than that. <clears throat> what, we, what we know about Donald Trump is he loves mitigating all this stuff out in the open. Donald Trump is going to try this out in the open. But you know what? They already are. The prosecution already is. This Jack Smith cat, along with the D.C. media establishment, which is anti-American, anti-Donald Trump, pro-globalist, pro-Democrat, pro-socialist, they're already, they are already litigating this in, in, the, in the court of public opinion. So Jack Smith on Friday, he goes to the court and he says, as we're turning this evidence over to Donald Trump, we don't want Donald Trump to be able to talk about this in public. We want you to sanction him if he talks about this in public. Uh, excuse me. All he is saying with that is, is I want to be the only one who leaks because he's leaking. He already is leaking. His office has been leaking about this case for quite some time. They continue to leak about this stuff. And what they want, what they don't want, let me, let me put it this way. What they don't want is somebody else to be out there giving the opposing side in the media. Now, why do they leak? Well, they do it because it taints the jury pool and witnesses as well. And that's exactly why Jack Smith and Merrick Garland and Joe Biden, meaning Barack Obama, now that we know that Barack o it's been confirmed that Barack Obama is actually the president of the United States. That's been confirmed by this interview. But they don't want the other side to be able to give their side of this in the media before the jury has been picked. They want to taint the jury pool. They want to put out all the bad crap about Donald Trump and not Donald Trump be able to defend himself. They leaked to the Washington Post. They leaked to the New York Times. Remember when James Comey said that about the whole Donald Trump-Russian collusion thing, and he went to his buddy at Columbia University, the professor over there, with the intent, the express intent, that it was going to end up on the front page of the New York Times with Russian collusion. That's how they roll. So they don't want Donald Trump to be able to say anything to defend himself with the jury pool out there before the trial ever begins, before the jury is ever picked. They want to be able to taint the jury pool. That's how low life these people are. And you're not, look, a judge, and particularly this judge that is in it for Jack Smith and the government, in it for, for Biden and Obama, this judge, no matter, even if she were to say, neither side can release the information, that's not going to stop Jack Smith's prosecution office from leaking to the Washington Post and the New York Times. They will continue to leak. And I say what's fair is fair. And if they're going to be leaking to those newspapers and putting out those newspapers printing hit pieces against Donald Trump, that Donald Trump ought to be able to respond in kind. He ought to be able to say his side of it publicly so that he can defend himself before the jurors are picked. 
210-599-5555. Safe showers, 210-655-1111. Chris and Joan Edlin at Safe Showers are here for you. You gotta have a safe shower. They are so beautiful. If you've been thinking of a bathroom remodel project, but you look at it and the price is just exorbitantly high to do a complete bathroom remodel, and plus you're going to be out of your bathroom for weeks and months on end trying to get this done, you don't have to mess around with any of that. You can have a safe shower done in no time at all. In fact, they can install your safe shower in two days or less. So. You only have that mess back there in two days or less, and that's it. Now you're back in your safe shower enjoying your time instead of weeks, if not months, of having your bathroom all torn apart. Now, what is a safe shower? Well, it's got a low step-up entry, a non-slip floor, and all kinds of accoutrement if you want them. Things like grab bars and shelves and seating and all that kind of You choose the color. You choose the style of the of the various uh, fixtures and so on. That's all up to you. You pick all of that stuff. They build your safe shower, and in two days or less, they install it for you. It's gorgeous work. Mention Trey Ware, and you get $1,000 right off the top, and they have wonderful financing options for you available, too, at Safe Showers. So give them a call, 210-655-1111. For the highest quality hardwood flooring, tile, carpet. On vacation, so Chris Crock coming up at 9. Hey, John, you're on KTSA. Morning, sir. Good morning, Trey. I just want to let you know that uh, accidents uh, clearing up. Also, I'm wondering how many people are out here driving around illegally causing that kind of stuff and possibly illegals coming from over the border that don't know the rules of the road around here. Oh, you mean like driving really, really slow in the left-hand lane instead of driving in the right-hand lane where you're supposed to be going slow and trucks from down in Mexico driving in the left-hand lane? You're not supposed to be in the left-hand lane. Yep, I agree with you, John. That's a big part of it. But you also have, you know, lots of locals that do the same thing. Thank you, man. Appreciate it very, very much. I've got some sound I want to play. I want to get through this and uh, take some more of your calls. 210-599-5555. Did you hear what happened to Mitch McConnell? Poor old Mitch. Can't get a break. He was speaking the other day, yeah, speaking the other day uh, over the weekend, and they're, you know, gone on August recess. <laughs> they're always gone on recess. Anyway, Mitch McConnell back home in Kentucky, greeted with the crowd while he was trying to speak, and this went on for 20 minutes. Okay, Jimmy, that's good. That went on for 20 minutes while he was trying to speak. They're shouting, retire, retire, retire. Yeah, see, this is not going to go well for the establishment Republicans this go around. This is not going to go well for those guys that are just, you know, part of the media or part of the, 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 the Washington sewer. People like him that have been there forever and they want to stay there. People like Texas' own John Cornyn, who wrote the Second Amendment bill, the, the trash the Second Amendment, you know, and allowed the nose under the tent for the government to do that withholding of funds if you have an archery course in the school. John Cornyn wrote that bill. And it's not going to go well for people like him either. Uh, when they go back home, they're going to face an angry group of folks back home. But the next election, they're really going to face an angry group of folks 
because people see what they're all about. You know what they're all about now, right? That that the fact that they have Republican after their name, that doesn't mean squat. No. Now they play on the same team. One wears a red jersey when they come out on the field and makes you feel good because that's my team, man. That's the red team. I like them. They're on my side. And the other wears a blue jersey. But did you ever notice they come out of the same dressing room? <laughs> you did notice that, right? <laughs> it's it's under the grandstands in a dressing room in the same dressing room where you can't see what they're doing. But they're on the same team. When they come out in front of you, they, they perform wearing different jerseys, but behind the scenes, when you can't see them, they're doing the same thing. And that is what people are sick and tired of. They're sick and tired of the game and how they're being played. Hey, Juan, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Very well. Thanks for the call. Hey, yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say, you know, they don't like Trump, and I'll tell you why. Because he says that how it is. Yep. It's kind of like going to an employee meeting, and if you say it how it is, they try to get rid of you and blackball uh. you. Tell me. You know, you can't say, well, we're in inflation right now because then you're the bad guy. That water that's being stolen from Arizona, from the Saudis, uh, you're the bad guy. You say something. Tell me. Uh, that, uh, well, what was, you know, everything that's going on, you know, it, it, everything's a mess, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's why you have to do your own research and listen to shows like this and then get out and make sure you are talking to your circle of influence about it. Just like we did with Prop A. We're going to do the same thing this go-around. AI. AI is going to play a huge part in this upcoming election. Deep fakes are going to be huge. You're going to hear voices that you think are Donald Trump. It's not really Donald Trump. It's created by a computer. You're going to see images that you think are Donald Trump. It's not really Donald Trump. It's uh, created by a computer. Now, when I found this song, uh, it was something I found on uh, IG on an account called uh, I. I screwed this up for you or something like that. That's I, No, I fixed this for you. I fixed this for you, yeah. And uh, I didn't know that Jimmy had found it and had already played it on the air, but it's worth playing again if you haven't heard it because we haven't, we haven't played it on our show. Everybody remembers Johnny Cash, right? And everybody remembers Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. This is the computer Johnny Cash singing the Barbie song. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party, because I'm in a Barbie world. So, that's, that's where we're headed with AI. You're going to think you're listening to something, but you're really not. And in politics, it is frightening what's going to happen. Chris Crock up next. I'll see you in the morning at 5. Love you, San Antonio. Bye.